Hello, everyone, and welcome to UGA Sports Rumors versus Facts. I am Blaine Gilmer here to talk Georgia football recruiting with you, and who better to bring on as a guest as one of the top targets in any class that Georgia's recruiting right now. Just so happens to be a class of 2026 guy. We're going to get right into it with our first guest. It's none other than Mr. Julian Juju Lewis. Julian. Thanks for joining us, man. I, I appreciate it. I know you got a lot going on. How's everything going? I'm good. I'm good. So I know you have uh, all kinds of hype that's come after a, a season, a freshman year that was just historic by all accounts. I mean, you, you, you put on a show in the state championship. I know it wasn't a result that you would have wanted team-wise, uh, but, man, uh, you know, state record in terms of uh, passing yards and things like that um even though that i know it didn't end how you wanted it to had to be had to be a good feeling when you look back on your freshman year yeah overall overall it was definitely a definitely a successful year in my part just didn't finish how we wanted it to like you said so when you when you talk about coming in as a freshman right and you're you're playing the quarterback position which you by nature have to lead right how do you balance that of being okay well I'm the freshman, but I know I got to come in and I got to have a kind of commanding presence and, and lead a little bit here. How did you handle that in year one there? I mean, I kind of knew that, like, my situation coming into it was I had to beat out a junior to come in and play immediately. So I knew that, like, I'm not like a loud, raw, raw type of guy, but I was going to kind of, I kind of started taking over every day, like, just, just working. Like, they saw me working and, after a while, they started kind of kind of just got behind me, so that's kind of how that happened. So more of a lead lead by example type deal to to get through, and then and then by the end, I don't think anybody was questioning. Like I said, y'all were putting up putting up points and things like that. Uh, you know, we do have to we do have to ask, and I know it's you know fresh off the wound there, but being being in that state championship game and seeing a player across from you, the caliber of a of a Caleb Downs and stuff like that, that's got to be what you go to. Carrollton four right to, to play in those those big game type situations and how much did you enjoy the experience of playing against all the major competition you did in 7a this past year I mean yeah 7a played in the highest classification in Georgia I mean we played Vandy commits Clemson commits Georgia commits Bama every week so I guess just coming in every week not trying not not being intimidated just trying to come out and yeah just execute no we know that we were we could compete with all of them, which we did all year, but just it was just that last one. I I know growing, uh, kind of growing up, going through uh, middle school and all this kind of stuff. Uh, you you've been invited to a bunch of camps. You know, you've played on a bunch of seven on seven teams, all that kind of stuff. How do how are you going to manage that? Is now you know you've kind of got to the point in your recruitment and things like that. People know who you are. Are you going to continue to still hit the camp? circuit and seven on seven scene pretty hard or are you going to kind of scale back on that what's your what's your idea philosophy wise with that um I think I'm, with the whole camp thing I think I'm gonna hit my main schools like I mean the schools that I've been going to the past couple of years are probably my top schools in terms of stuff like that and seven on seven I'm playing with the 2020 like a 2026 only team is 
we got all like the best 2026s from around the country. So, how much, uh, you know, that's totally different in today's time. In fact, Stetson Bennett won the Manning Award uh, today, and he was talking in the in his press conference about how he wasn't very highly recruited coming out of high school, so he didn't have that camaraderie with guys from all across the country. He was like meeting guys new as he was playing at Georgia. What is that like for somebody like you who you said plays with all of the best guys around the country, multiple classes, not just 2026? Uh, you know, how do you think that's going to impact you when you do get to whatever college you choose? Is Because there's a good chance you might know the people you're going to be playing with already. Yeah, it's definitely going to be big. I mean, like you said, I'm going to have a relationship with everybody. So I feel like whatever school I go to, I'll be able to come in, build a big class, just – that's probably been my biggest thing, building relations with the kids in my class just so we can build it up for when the time comes to commit. Absolutely. So, been to Georgia more times than I can count at this point, going all the way back from, I think, back in seventh grade. I think you might have started visiting there and then definitely saw a bunch of games in eighth grade. Just right now, you're 2026, so let's be, let's be real, you know, we don't know what the future is going to look like in terms of everything moving around, but what do you put the most stock in as you're making these visits, with it being still early on in your high school career, um, really just relationships like who, like the schools that show me the most love right now are kind of, kind of the schools that I'm mainly interested in because it's like a lot of stuff is going to move around by the time I have a chance to commit. So it's really just whoever I connect with the most and shows me the most love. And how is that? How has that communication been? Uh, I know right now you have to stay in communication with the coaches because of NCAA rules and, and and things of that nature. But how has that been? You know, staying in communication with with Georgia and and when you have had the opportunity to visit, um, who have you kind of you know gotten the closest to with the Georgia Bulldogs? I mean, of course, it's been a lot easier because it's the hometown state. So I mean, I go visit there whenever. I I really want to. It's not a hard place to get to, but I guess now it's Coach Monk, and it used to be Coach Buster Faulkner, but now he's at he's at Georgia Tech. But now hey, I change color, change colors in the state. Colors. There, what's going on? He switched <laughs> up on us, but yeah. Now I guess my main guy is Coach Coach Monken. How impressed were you with? what Georgia has done offensively under Coach Munkin because there's been a significant change in what Georgia's offense was before he arrived, what it is now, and, of course, coming off uh, Stetson Bennett being a, a Heisman Trophy finalist and only the sixth quarterback in SEC history. to uh, He had the sixth highest passing yards in SEC history this year. So what has been your kind of your, I guess, thoughts and opinions on Georgia's offense? I mean, at the beginning of the season, Coach Monken, like when we were visiting, he told us he wanted to throw the ball around. I mean, I didn't think they were going to throw it that much, but they did. It was, I mean, it's definitely a good sight for a quarterback, but yeah. What's the what's the spring going to look like for you? I mean, I know that, that everybody across the country is going to be clamoring for to try to get you on campus and visit and stuff like that. I know you said it's right up the road um, from Athens. So what, you know, what is kind of your thought on how this spring is going to play out for you? Shoot, I couldn't tell you. I'm not going to lie. Like, of course, we'll hit Georgia, but I mean, really, it's just getting ready for spring football and getting ready for the summer. I still got school. 
got still got school. You got you got to talk to these teachers. Be like, listen, I've you know Lincoln Riley's talking to me. I got to you're gonna have to give me another day on this project over yeah, here. Yeah, man. No, I get called down from classes all the time to go to the field house. Yeah, I mean, I I can imagine. How do you how do you manage that? Because since being quite honest, since you've been ten years old, I mean, you know thousands and thousands of followers on social media you know a, a lot has been expected and now it's coming to the point where that's coming to fruition i know that you do your best to try to stay very humble and make it about others but do you also take the opportunity to enjoy hey this is pretty cool like th- like this is what i got going on do you do you take time to ever reflect and say hey this is this is this is awesome what's going on i mean yeah i mean i try not to as much as i can but some things that some things happen that are just like man like some of the stuff i look back on i'm like when i was 10 like that was my dream like i was looking up at all the big guys and now i'm doing the same stuff that they were doing so that's probably one of the biggest things for me i mean visiting southern cal last week i know that we're on a a, a georgia recruiting podcast but listen you visited southern southern cal last week that has to be a cool experience going out there and uh you you talk about heisman trophy guys i know lincoln riley's uh produced a produced a bunch of heisman trophy winners so that had to be a, a a good experience and you know just being at all the big environments you've been in like like you know georgia tennessee all these different games that you've been at uh what it you know, what are some of the coolest things maybe you've experienced to this point in your recruitment? Shoot, the coolest things I've experienced in my recruitment. Like coolest like situations or like games I've been to. Yeah. Yeah. Like what's something that you're like in the moment and you're like, oh, this is this is awesome. This is something that, that I that I've always kind of wanted to be a part of and do and experience. Man, that Georgia Tennessee game, that thing was that thing was bumping. I'm not gonna lie. Like that was probably like up to my day, that's probably the best game I've been to. Like I kind of, I kind of expected a little better game after third quarter. It was like it kind of died down a little bit more with orange, but you know the Georgia yeah. always gonna bump the whole game. Yeah, uh, did, did you stay out there in the rain? There were some people that uh, that he didn't. Was, didn't I was back in the recruiting lounge <laughs> for a while. Yeah. Now, now remember, guys. We, we uh, I'm not saying, I'm not saying anything here, but we're talking to a quarterback here. We ain't talking to a linebacker who's going to be out there. <laughs> He's got they, the quarterbacks don't necessarily like the rain. You know what I'm saying? So uh, now. In terms of going into this sophomore year, uh, one of the most heavily recruited guys in the country had tremendous success just short of a of a state championship as a freshman. Uh, you got a lot of weapons coming back over there in terms of your your receiving core. What are some realistic goals and and things both team wise and individually that you want to accomplish this upcoming year? Shoot, like you said, we're, like we've said a couple of times, we were one step away. So just just working a little harder, and we know what we have to do to get there. And but, but we just got to execute. And hey, that's, that's all. It's just... I've 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 had some people uh, when I mentioned that you might be coming on the show. Some people are like, "Hey, uh, you know, ask him what he thinks about his teammate Bryce Hicks being slept on a little bit. Uh, tell us what kind of what, what kind of player uh, Bryce is." Man, Bryce is crazy, bro. Man, Bryce is serious. Like, I'm not gonna lie. When I first got here, like, I didn't really know what he was until I played next to him. But seeing it firsthand and watching some of the stuff he does, he's he's definitely one of the most slept on in the in the state. I mean, he got Max Perps Junior All American up there with Alabama commits and stuff like that. But 
Yeah, but Bryce is definitely he'll be he's probably one of the coolest people you'll meet too. Bryce Bryce stays under the radar. He doesn't talk too much about how he gets slept on. Of course, he knows that he's probably like on the field. He doesn't play like a a five eight one seventy five type of kid. But yeah, overall Bryce Bryce is my guy. So Caleb Caleb Odom also a big big target that I mean you get the luxury to to throw to over there and he's he's kind of been blowing up here recently so does that is that a good thing is that something that you enjoy that hey with with all the notoriety that's coming to you uh, some shine is going to your teammates as well over there yeah yeah that's definitely cool like we we've had a lot more offers than just Odom though like overall even like just like the West Georgia offers and stuff like that like our team offers recently has been coming up as that's definitely cool to watch. Absolutely. So, last last question I'm going to ask you here in terms of Georgia and the relationship. Kirby Smart, known as a defensive guy, uh, but obviously wants to be explosive and places, you know, value on being able to not only play the quarterback position well physically, but cognitively at a high level. Um, what has kind of been your interactions with Kirby Smart and what's your relationship like right now with Coach Smart? Oh, man, I don't talk to Kirby Coach Smart that much, but, I mean, like when I go on visits, I'll come down after games, stuff like that, and we'll just talk. And, let, like, that was before the state championship game, but we talked about the past week. And, you know, I I felt the love because, like, you could tell that he was watching the game every week type thing and watching the film from the weeks before, but – I mean, like you said, he's a defensive guy. I mean, I mainly talk to Coach Mocking. <laughs> well, what what what's been the and I will ask sneak one more in here. What's been Coach Munkin's message to you? And we'll we'll leave it with that for all the the, the Georgia fans out here watching. What has Coach Munkin said to you about uh, your game and why Georgia is pursuing you so intently? Oh, uh, man, what did he say? I got to think about that one, Kenny. Uh, I mean, or, or just their message to you in general, why why they think Georgia's where you need to end up. I mean, they're successful. I mean, they've had – I mean, you see what they did with Stetson. Stetson's no bigger than 5'11", 190. I mean, you can – you see what they're doing on the field, and it's kind of it's kind of hard not to notice. And, like, just like it, – it, it'd probably be the easiest route to get to the next level type thing. But, I mean, overall – Coach Monken, Coach Monken, real cool, but he's a little old. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. So, what uh, what schools other than Georgia are kind of recruiting you the hardest right now? Uh, probably Texas, Texas, Ohio State. I just got USC. I just got. Uh, those are probably like main ones that have been like recruiting, recruiting. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate you taking the time. Like you said, I know you got school too, so I know you got to go go uh, take care of that and do all that kind of stuff. So I appreciate you coming on with us, and uh, be you know we'll be keeping up with you and look forward to having you on maybe in the future sometime. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Julian Lewis, right there with us. Now we're gonna get on to the to the rest of the show here. I'll be joined by uh, I'll be joined by Trent Smallwood and Jed May. Uh, later on in the show, well, not Jed. I'll be joined by Trent as he gets on here. He had some basketball to to take care of, but uh, there you go, Julian Lewis, class of 2026, and guys, recruiting never stops, and it goes many, many classes out. Uh, it's it's one of those deals where you can't get in on these guys too early. I know that that was 
you know, full disclosure, talking to people around the around the league, around different different offices, things like that. Uh, man, Georgia is so far ahead of the game when it comes to how far out they're identifying these kids and things of that nature and establishing the relationships with them because that was one struggle that was occurring at LSU when Brian Kelly first got there. Some of the guys on the staff didn't know, hey, you got to start doing this and taking taking advantage of every single recruiting day that you have. And that's not, not something they were doing at first. Now they see what programs like Georgia are doing where they hit the 10 schools, uh, you know, 10 coaches, 10 schools in one day. Uh, all of that kind of stuff is going out. So Georgia really is – them, Alabama, with all these uh, blitzes that they do early on and identifying these these young players um, are kind of leading the way in that aspect there. And you see it paying dividends. You see, you know, two, three years worth of relationships that end up end up ma- making Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, even Texas at certain points have these, these high-ranked classes that go in – Alabama right now with the number one class, Georgia with the number two in the team rankings and looking to add to it in the class of 2023. But And we'll talk about that in just a minute with some of the visits that are coming up, things of that nature. But when you talk about Julian Lewis, guys, um, who we just had on as a guest, he is – and I've watched – I coached Georgia high school football for 10 years, okay – and I've watched a ton of Georgia high school football. He is single-handedly the most impressive high school football quarterback in the state of Georgia that I've seen since Deshaun Watson in person. He's that good, and it just seems like he does not make a bad decision. Uh, It seems like he's always on point, delivering the ball on time, and the poise that he showed as a freshman was truly remarkable. Um, so appreciate everybody tuning in right now. This is UGA Sports Rumors versus Facts. I'm Blaine Gilmer. I'm to fly solo here while I wait on uh, uh, my co-host Trent Smallwood to join us. But the show is brought to you by Turner Wooden Smith Insurance in cooperation with auto owners. Uh, you know, all your business needs, all your business insurance your life insurance, car insurance, home insurance, any type of insurance that you need, auto owners, Turner Wood & Smith, they're the companies to Turner Wood & Smith, a great customer service, and then auto owners, great policy providers. So check them out. They've both been around over 100 years. Let's go ahead and get to some of the YouTube questions over here. Yes, Andy Stowe, he's better than uh, Trevor Lawrence in person. I really believe he is. I believe – I believe – at this point in their career, uh, I think that Juju is the the best I've seen, and, and definitely he was better than he had a better freshman year, quite honestly, than Deshaun thought about having. Deshaun was really kind of uh, they ran the ball a lot his freshman year, and and they had a, a big Jay uh, Johnson, the, the the linebacker that ended up going to Tennessee that they used in the Wildcat to run the football a lot that year, so they didn't hide. Julian Lewis at Carrollton this year. He was slinging that thing all over the place. So definitely uh, appreciate everybody tuning in right here. Make sure to drop where you're from. Of course, we've got Randy Payne in here with us from Tifton, Georgia. Appreciate you tuning in. Got my man Andy Stowe in here. Um, Jeremy from 
Loganville. Appreciate you, Jeremy. So everybody tuning in, go ahead and hit the like button. Uh, turn on notifications. If you have a question about Georgia football recruiting, uh, we will we will definitely ad- address it and be talking about it here soon. Like I said, get waiting on Trent Smallwood to come in with us. And if you missed it, we just had an interview with Julian Lewis. Okay, so we talked about class of 2023. Georgia sits number two right now in the rankings, and that can be bolstered a little bit. They're trying their best to see if they can catch Alabama for the number one spot in the class of 2023. Uh, And signing someone like Deuce Robinson would go a long way. Rivals has checked in and made sure that he's going to be visiting this weekend. And that was that was told to us that he will be visiting. And that's a huge deal Uh, with signing day, signing day, not far around the second signing day. He's one of the few He's one of the few that, that that it seems like everybody is signing early now. You know, do it doing the early signing period and uh, you know taking care of business that way. So when it comes down to it, I think that you're going to see Deuce Robinson, who has been heavily courted by by Todd Hartley. And listen, when Todd Hartley comes after you, the last couple of years at least, it seems like he lands his guy. So I would say that Georgia right now is the is the favorite for Deuce. It's felt that way for a while. He was out at the Polynesian Bowl. And, uh, you know, Mark Rick was a coach out there. Bo Hewley was out there play, playing in the game as well, working on him. So uh, a lot to a lot to kind of a lot of Georgia connections that were out there. Uh, and also target Dylan Riola was out there a class of 2024 because he was the first invite uh, out there for the Polynesian Bowl. So they they wanted to uh, try to get him out there, let him experience it. And, uh, you know, so a lot of Georgia connections put a piece out on that. Great for, by the way, a little side note, great for Mark Rick to be able to be involved in something like that and have, you know, just have the the joy of coaching football again and, and with all the health health problems that he has going on. So all of our, you know, thoughts and uh, prayers to to coach to see him be able to do that. So anybody that's got comments in the YouTube section, while I change headsets here, anybody's got comments in the YouTube section, go ahead and drop them in here. We'd love to uh, answer your thoughts on the Georgia recruiting right now. Jeremy Barbary asked, biggest need in the 2024 class. Listen, I think that you win national championships in at the line of scrimmage, okay? Georgia is doing extremely well on the defensive line of scrimmage. They have, you know, maybe not with the stars and things of that nature on the offensive line at different points. There's been some misses on the offensive line, admittedly. Uh, but there's been good development on the on the offensive line, good coaching by Stacey Searles on the offensive line. But make no mistake about it, I think Georgia needs to land Dan- Daniel Calhoun uh, from Centennial High School in this class. I think he's a pivotal part. Um, he's he's a very very talented guy to be so big. He moves very well uh, and you know plays left tackle. Get you know go different different slots up and down the line but when you have the ability to bend and to pass set the way that that he does and of course just the overall size that he has 
I think offensive line, because I don't think you're going to have to worry about the skill positions in 2024. Georgia is already racking up tremendous skill in that class. And, uh, you know, they're going to be, they're going to be hosting some of those guys this weekend, which we're going to, to be talking about that. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and get to our first vault question here. And, uh, that comes from will not be hunted 23. He says, if the dogs land Riola, Dylan Riola, the number one player in the class of 2024, the number one quarterback who is within his circle, who, who within his circle could we benefit getting due to relationships? I guess he's talking about players, friends, things like that, that would be close to Dylan Raiola. Uh, I know it, listen, you got to go look at some of those Ohio State wide receiver commits, right? Uh, you know, he was committed to Ohio State for a while. I know uh, Jeremiah Smith is one. Uh, Josiah Trader. Josiah Trader is a guy that they had a relationship with early on, have kind of fallen off with. These are kind of guys that, listen, if if Georgia does get the commitment of Dylan Raiola, who's, like I said, a viewed by nearly everyone as a, as a generational talent, a guy who's the number one uh, overall prospect, that's going to perk up some attention at the, at the receiver positions, uh, at the tight end positions. You know, they already have um, Landon Thomas, who's committed uh, to Georgia from Colquitt County. Nye Carr is already there. So Georgia's already stacking some receivers, but that may get the attention even more of some in-state targets that it may just solidify the situation even more. Listen, Georgia's got a really, really good quarterback already committed in Ryan Puglisi in the class of 2024. You add uh, Dylan Raiola to that conversation, and then that gives you a little bit more, uh, just, just a couple more bullets in the chamber, so to speak, to go after guys like Mike Matthews at Parkview. Kirby Smart visited Parkview this week. Also, Zion Reagans from Jones County. Kirby Smart was down there this week. Make no mistake about it, it was targeted why Kirby Smart was going to those schools because Georgia really, really wants Mike Matthews. They really, really want Zion Reagans. Zion Reagans is a guy who can be very, very dynamic out of the slot. He's he's one of those, you know, water bug type guys, very shifty. And Mike Matthews is just a physical specimen. I mean, he there's there's not much that he doesn't do well. So, you know, when you're talking about a good route runner catches the ball away from his body with his hands. He's strong being able to, to block on the perimeter and also strong with the ball after the catch as well. So I think that would be one of the bigger impacts that you would have if you're talking about Dylan Raiola being able to join, join this class, which by the way, uh, I, I put on the, on the vault today. I don't expect Raiola to be in town this weekend uh, at Georgia, I expect him to probably stay out on the West Coast uh, for this weekend with them just having traveled to the Polynesian Bowl and stuff like that. That's a lot of travel. But he is going to be at Georgia, uh, prob- you know, when the dead period is over with sometime March, you know, maybe maybe during spring practice. But whenever that is, I expect it to be the last visit. For Dylan Raiola. I think that that that'll be the culminating visit. And then after he has visited, you know, USC, maybe gone back to Nebraska another time, visited Georgia, then you're talking about him wrapping things up and making a decision. And I think uh, you'll you'll probably get that sometime in the spring if if I had to give my best guess on the timeline. 
All right. So let's check the YouTube comments. Anybody got a got a question out there? Paul uh, during he, he agrees with me. He says always in the trenches. That's where uh, that's where the the biggest biggest deal is but anybody out there in youtube land if you get a question on georgia recruiting go ahead and drop it in there and i will be answering those as well uh not going to put this one up on the screen just going to go ahead and address it here it says how would you rank these players dylan raola edrick houston kj bolden and king joseph edwards from least probable of ending up in georgia's class to most probable okay i'll do that right now the least probable. First, uh, least probable, King Joseph Edwards. Second, least probable, Edric Houston. Second, most likely, KJ Bolden. First, most likely, Dylan Rallo. That's how. That's how I would go in the order of those. Real quick. Now, my man Andy Stowe. He's talking about a note I put on the vault earlier today this morning about 2024 running backs Jarrett Gibson and Cam Davis all right uh listen Georgia's going to take two backs in the class of 2024 uh and they already have Tavani Manzel in the class and this question comes from Andy hold on just a second I'll try to copy and post it in there sometimes these questions are a little long uh, and I only get so many characters uh to to put in here so i have to shorten this one up so i can get andy's question in here but andy's asking uh after seeing your update uh about gibson and davis earlier said i'm assuming uga takes two backs in the class of 2024 how confident are you that mizell tavani mizell who's out of the dc area sticks with the dogs and who would the staff prefer to be the second back with him listen if if they're going to get their pick okay the back that 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 Georgia wants is uh, Jarrett Gibson. Uh, they're they're still in daily communication with Cam Davis, as I said, but there's also some hurdles there because Cam Davis wants to play baseball, right? And uh, at Florida State, he's gonna have he's gonna have the opportunity to do both. Right now at Georgia, Georgia baseball has not talked to him. So if uh, if people want Cam Davis to have a shot to go to Georgia to play football, people need to be talking to Scott Strickland to recruit him uh, for baseball. So uh, you can. You can send all your tweets to uh, Scott Strickland, but that's the that's kind of the, the question there from Andy Stowe. And listen, Jarrett Gibson, just watching his film, watching his, looking at his body type, the way that he runs, he's almost the exact same size uh, as Sony Michelle was coming out uh, of high school, out of American Heritage. Jarrett Gibson out of IMG, and he's just a slashing runner. A guy who is going to to be patient, but then when he makes a decision, he he gets he gets he accelerates through whatever opening that he has, and he's just hard to bring down. So I would view uh, Jarrett Gibson in that kind of vein. He visited Texas this past weekend. I'm not sure that he gets to Georgia before the dead period. He might visit during spring ball, uh, but I'm telling you that he's a major priority. I know that uh, you know I've, I've spoken to the the you know hit. His camp, uh, Derek Gibson's, the people close to him, and Del McGee is in daily uh, communication with them. There was some talk, talk at one point in time about, you know, Derek Gibson being a guy who would reclassify and things like that. Obviously, that is coming gone now. Um, but that, that I know for a fact that was in 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 talks. And if that had happened, I think Georgia would have been in a great position uh, for that. I do think even still with the with the recruitment 
lasting longer, I think Georgia's in a great spot. He's got a top 12 right now. Jarek Gibson does. He's probably going to cut things down to a top six uh, in the next month, two months, something along those nature. But he could cut it down to a top two or top three, and Georgia's going to stay involved in this thing all the way to the end. So Jarek Gibson is a guy that you need to know in this class, and uh, we'll be – you know, we'll be keeping up with that for you over on the UGA Sports Vault. All right, we've got one from Darth Janus here. Darth Janus, by the way, is a guy who uh, is always one of the first people to answer uh, the call on the vault for questions and things like that out of Dallas, Texas. Always tells us out of Dallas. So, uh, Darth, we appreciate you here. But here's his question. He says, are you expecting any new commitments soon besides Ellis Robinson and Deuce? Anything that would surprise us? Thanks, uh, Darth Janus from Dallas, Texas. Listen, uh, Ellis Robinson is committing on February 1st. It, it looked like Georgia and Alabama were kind of the top two in that recruitment for a while. And I think that Georgia sits pretty good there. Again, we've talked about Deuce Robinson earlier. Um Listen, I mean, I, I don't I don't know how much longer the the Dylan Rowla uh sweepstakes is going to is going to last whatever school that he that he chooses. So I don't think that one's that one's too far off. Um and then, you know, guys like guys like uh Peyton Peyton Woodyard who committed to Georgia at the All American game in class twenty twenty four, I mean, they're recruiting their tails off. So I would imagine you know, the, these guys commit and then they have all this passion for their new school and they're going out and, as Juju Lewis said, they're playing with some of the best guys in the country uh, from around them on these seven-on-seven seven teams. So I think that, that there could be many. And listen, a couple of weeks ago, Georgia got two commits in the class of 2025 and offensive linemen over there. So uh, it it is definitely – Definitely going to be getting that time more towards the summer when I think you could see a flurry of them when there's lots of visits and things of that nature. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't think that Dylan Raul is far off from too far off from making a decision where whatever school that he chooses. All right, let's check the YouTube comments over here. Appreciate everybody uh, tuning in. Uh, make sure to hit that like button. Uh, turn on the turn on the. Um, the subscription for us, listen, 35,000. We passed 35,000 a couple of days ago uh, when it when it comes to subscribers on YouTube, and it doesn't look like we're slowing down anytime soon. That thing's climbing to 35,200, the largest outlet for Georgia sports on the internet is here, the UGA Sports YouTube channel, and that's because of you guys, and we appreciate you tuning in so that we, uh, we you know, can bring you this this content it's it's free here on youtube just do us that favor and hit that subscribe button if you don't already it's right there it's right there at the bottom just go ahead and do it hit the subscribe button turn on notifications so you can get all the notifications when we go live here on monday nights when we go live when i go live on wednesday nights with our new show uh georgia players section with tavares king and no sean marino uh, listen, you know they they're they're on there with us every uh, every Wednesday night now doing doing stuff with us. So appreciate uh, appreciate all of this that you guys do for us by tuning in. Coach Donnan is on here every Tuesday. It's uh, 
it's it's just a lot of content. And if you love Georgia Georgia football, you love you know recruiting, you love the the current product on the field, then this is a place that you need to be tuned into it. Uh, Darren Franklin asks uh, why King and Edric seem such a hard get. Not necessarily sometimes a hard get uh, with certain guys. It may be the other way around. Um, but Edric Houston, for sure, uh, Georgia, Georgia's all over. And uh, but Ohio State is also very prominent in that as well. All right, let's see who we've got here on the vault. We got some more questions over here. I already answered the boy racer. He said most important recruit for Georgia in 2024. Listen, I think it's just the collectively the offensive line. How is that going to shape out? Because I know, I know that there's going to be tremendous uh, skill players in that class. The 2024 class is shaping up to be, you know, one of it's, it's shaping up to be a historic class. I think it could rival the 2022 Texas A&M class, the 2020, uh, three Alabama class in terms of rankings and, and things of that nature. It's just, it's just a already shaping up to be a ridiculously, ridiculously good class. All right. Let's look over here on that class. Like I said, you're talking about skill positions already, right? Nicar from, from, uh, uh, Colquitt County, him and Landon Thomas, both, Really good at wide receiver and tight end, respectively, to Vonnie Mizell. There's that running back we were talking about before, Sakovi White, another guy in the in the uh, class 2024 wide receiver out of Cass. Absolutely uh, tremendous right there. And then O'Ryan Puglisi as well, a guy in the class 2024 quarterback from Avon Old Farms over there. And then defensively, you got a linebacker in Demarcus Riddick, who Auburn and Alabama are going to try to try to um you know pluck away but georgia and uh and glenn schumann have a georgia and glenn schumann have a very good relationship with him got him to co commit early out of clinton alabama uh peyton woodyard i've already mentioned and jalen hayward has committed as well uh it would be listen uh that would be a huge get for georgia if they could get daniel calhoun keep him in state because i know tennessee is pushing hard and and uh, you know alabama and every other school over in the sec pretty much plus florida state and and let me tell you something i know people are uh, gonna laugh about it and stuff like that but florida state is a is a program that if they start winning again and they had they had a 10 win season this past year if they start winning again with the nil collective that they have going down there florida state could be be tough in recruiting for for a, a lot of people so i think that you see the lsu helmet over my over my right right shoulder here that game in orlando they're playing in a neutral site game in orlando lsu and florida state earlier you know this upcoming year that's big for momentum for both those programs because both of them had a resurgence and oddly enough georgia is directly recruiting against both of those programs uh you know bobby Bar barham was a guy who was on georgia's recruiting staff and followed um wide re wide receiver coach cortez hankton out there to lsu on brian kelly's staff and listen he's helped he's helped them recruit the state of georgia very well jojo stone uh michael daughtery from from grayson uh out there so Guys that that you know 
good players in, inside the state of Georgia that LSU's targeting. So all, this, it's never going to be easy, right? Uh, Georgia's gotten to this point, and they were going to keep, as Kirby Smart says, keep chopping away at it. But uh, being able to get some of those big players inside the state of Georgia is going to be crucial. Alabama kind of came in and, and took two of the better players in the state uh, last year in Caleb Downs and Justice Haynes. Daniel Calhoun is one of the better players in all the, the state of Georgia, and I know he's going to be a big priority for for Georgia. Uh, Bobby Sagan says, you'll be hard-pressed to get Buford players. I I don't think that's going to be the case in 2024. I, I think Georgia's got a, a very, very good shot um, with K.J. Bolden. I think, uh, you know, Edric Houston's a guy that they could they, they could end up having a good shot with, but uh, Ohio State is the the big the big fight there. So so we'll see. We'll see what what uh what we had left. I said, all right, we got uh, Brett Good Goodell. He says, uh, did you guys ask uh, Puglisi what he would do if Munkin left? Sounds like they were really really close. Uh, listen, I've asked guys repetitively for weeks now. Um, you know, if if, if Todd Munkin were to leave, if Todd Munkin were to go to the NFL, how would that impact your recruitment? And and almost to to a person, I don't know if these guys are just getting great media training nowadays or or what um but almost to to a man uh they answered listen it's more about georgia and and the system and you know that that system already being in place uh and they've got other good coaches on staff and things like that so i don't think at this point in time these guys know because listen in the age of the transfer portal where players can bounce around and coaches have been leaving to go into other schools for decades now kids know the insides and out of it you know, with social media and stuff like that, nothing is hidden nowadays. They know where guys have been. They know how long they've been there. Uh, they know what what's coming up. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be something that I don't think they're all as invested in necessarily one person as they are the entire fit for the for the program over there. All right, let's see. You got a couple more questions coming up here. Uh, but first, I did want to get to, uh, you know, since it is in the title and everything of the show, and I've gone 40 minutes here, I do want to get to uh, Jed's note this morning on the vault where he's talking about the expected visitor list. Uh, we dropped that out this morning. And there's some guys that are very, very big playmakers. You know, Aaron Butler being one of those guys who just decommitted from USC and he is a wide receiver. He made it clear he is a wide receiver. Some people put him, you know, as, as a DB and things like that or as an athlete. He's adamant that he is a wide receiver. He's from Calabasas, which is, if you remember, that's where um, Jermaine Burton also played at Parton High School, one of the many stops Jermaine Burton made in high school, honestly. But that was one of the places uh, that he played high school football at. So he's going to make the trip out this Friday. Uh, Dwight Phillips from Pebble Brook. Um, also listed as an athlete. He'll be in town, four-star. Jonathan Daniels, four-star offensive tackle from Pensacola, Florida. So there is that there is that offensive tackle element that we saw, right, uh, that, that I said is, is crucially important. Georgia has to reload on the offensive line. Uh, and DeMello Jones from Swainsboro, he's really – Listen, he doesn't have all the stars, all the glitz, and all the 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 glamour yet. But Demello Jones can straight up play football, and he coming out of Swainsboro, he's a guy you need to watch down there, uh, out of 
out of uh, South Georgia to be able to come in and, uh, you know, make plays. It, it, and again, another guy that's an athlete, he can play either side of the ball uh, and Georgia doesn't necessarily know. I think he's leaning more DB in, in that one is where Georgia would end up playing him if he were to come to Georgia. But a guy that you need to know for sure, Malachi Tolliver, offensive lineman out of Cartersville. Uh, again, Offensive line prospect they're, they're going after. And then Jonte Gilbert, a 2025 verbal commit to Ohio State, a safety uh, four-star guy that'll be in there as well. So that I'm sure we'll add to those names as we go forward. Um, but, you know, guys, we had Julian Lewis on to start the, start the show. Um, so had a good interview with him talking, uh, talking about, you know, the success he had as a freshman – what's coming up his sophomore year, all of those good things. And, uh, you know, we've talked about some of the guys that are going to be visiting this weekend. We talked about what's most important in 2024 class. We're going to have a lot more recruiting coverage coming your way over on the UGA Sports Vault every single day. That's why it's important uh, that you – that's why it's important that, you, that you're a member over there. And, uh, listen, it's, it's the best bang for your buck, I can promise you. And we – we work uh, tirelessly to try to bring you guys the best information that we can on Georgia football recruiting. As we know that you you love to love to follow it, love to love to keep up with it, guys. Uh, make sure to hit that like button. We really appreciate it. As you've seen scrolling on the bottom of the screen all night, and as we've said, this program is presented by by Turner Wood and Smith Insurance, headquartered in Gainesville, Georgia, uh, and also in cooperation with auto owners some of the best customer service you could ever have trey wood and those guys over at turner wood and smith they handle all of my family's insurance and anytime we've got any any issue we call trey wood up and and his team over there and they're they jump on it quickly so whether it's life home car or business insurance you know a, a company provider like Auto owners has great policies that they're going to hook you up with so appreciate all those guys i want to put on uh, you know, a little little ad here for Georgia Players Section. Uh, it's going to be live on Wednesday night. It's myself with Georgia Legends, No Sean Marino, and Tavares King. They're live with me every Wednesday night on this channel at eight thirty. Uh, going forward, we're not gonna we're gonna do our best not to miss uh not to miss a Wednesday night live episode with you guys lord willing but that is a part of this network now uh, so make sure you subscribe for that as well we'll be back with the regular crew jed and trent on with us i thought trent might, might end up joining me he had you know listen you got basketball you got stuff going on uh you know you got to take care of business over there jed had some family stuff going on as well but had a, a good guest on uh with julian lewis who i said you know, for for my opinion is the best high school uh, quarterback prospect I've seen in person since Deshaun Watson and uh, Georgia is definitely recruiting him very hard. So appreciate all of you guys tuning in. Got to as many vault questions as I as I could uh, steering this thing solo tonight. So appreciate everyone tuning in and God bless all you guys. We'll catch you later on UGA Sports Rumors versus Facts. <laughs>